Hello guys, welcome back to another podcast. This time we're doing West Ham and I've got Samori on. How are you doing, Samori? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you, Josh? Yeah, I'm doing great, actually. Um, let's let's get into it then. So, last season was a very good season for you guys, wasn't it? Yeah, um, it was. Two oh, points off the top four, you know. Yeah, gutting, obviously, that we can clinch top four, but I feel like the Europa League's more sort of well-suited for us because we're not really a big team. We don't have too much to spend because our current owners, you know, don't really like spending that much money. As you can see, we haven't really bought anyone in this um, transfer window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Um, you have a very interesting record from last season. So against the eventual top four, which was what Chelsea, United, Liverpool and City, you managed to win zero games. You drew once and lost seven <laughs> times. But your record against the other 15 teams was 19 wins, seven draws and four losses, which is obviously a great record. And you improved 26 points on the season before, which is the third best like improvement across consecutive seasons in the whole era of the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Which is Yeah, um, I feel like maybe against the big teams, we lack a bit of confidence. Like we don't have that belief that we can win against them. But then against smaller teams, we, you know, Declan Rice can really bring our players together and get get the win. Yeah, I get that. And I feel like Moyes' strategies and tactics are quite negative and he doesn't, he has a really bad record himself against the bigger teams. So maybe that plays into it a little yeah. Yeah, true, true, true. He is quite a negative manager because I remember we sacked him at a point, but then we needed him to like stay up. I think he's a good manager at keeping a team up, but he's very, very negative. Yeah, um, I think the fact that all the games were played behind closed doors actually worked really well for Moyes and West Ham last season because the fans at London Stadium are known to get on the players' backs if they're <laughs> yeah. too negatively. <laughs> Toxic at times. Yeah. Yeah. Not as toxic as Arsenal, but, you know, pretty toxic at times, you know? Fair enough. I mean, if that's what you think. uh, (laughs) We're we're known to be a bit more of a library rather than a toxic. I guess guess Arsenal fan TV is quite toxic. Yeah, very toxic. West Ham fan TV is pretty toxic as well at times, to be fair. (laughs) I do enjoy to watch it, though, even though it is my club that they're talking about. Yeah, so the fact there were so many fixtures as well, you're playing basically every three days. So the low-pressing pandemic ball, Moyes ball, that worked really well for you. (laughs) Yeah, I think it did, obviously. We clinched Europa League, so it must have worked very well. And um, I would say your your squad is very thin, I'm not going to lie, but Moyes was able to get the best out of them. But what do you think it means looking forward to, obviously you're in Europa League now, and you've got a Mikel Antonio who can't run without pulling his hammy, basically. He, he is very injury prone. And that is a big worry, I think. for Because yeah. now we have more games, Europa League and sort of Premier League. So I feel like we have to concentrate on one thing because oh, we can't really concentrate on both because then we'll have too many tired players because we don't have enough squad depth in most positions. For example, like left wing, right wing. I think we've got it covered there. We're like Bowen, Fornals, 
and Ben Rama, but in other positions, I think we're lacking quite a lot, like up front, for example. Yeah. So if Antonio was to get an injury, who would you who would you end up putting up top? I don't. I'd probably say a false nine, to be honest, because I don't think we really have a like out and out striker. And our negative football, Antonio really suits, you know, strong mm-hmm. player who can win the ball in the air like well and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. Um, I could see him playing Jared Bowen. I think he played up top a couple games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you probably do need to invest in that area because even every time I watch Antonio sprint, you're just like, oh, is he gonna pull a hand? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but he is, and he's a class striker, so it's, it would be very hard to get a backup to like replace him, if you understand yeah. what I mean. But you can turn it on itself and say, okay, yeah, there was a small squad, but it meant you could keep high morale. You had four players in particular: Rice, Cresswell, Suchek, and Sufal, who played the vast majority of all games. Really, they were staples to that team, and that I think really helped. Yeah. Yeah, I think Declan Rice is actually a good leader to follow in the footsteps of sort of um, Mark Noble, who he's obviously looked up to for many years now from the academy. So, yeah, I think he's really brought the team together. It's like It seems like they're all like good friends in there, you know, not much beef, as yeah. I, you know, you say. There is a bit of a lack of attacking depth, though. Yeah. Old Haller and Felipe Anderson. What were yeah. your thoughts on both of them as players? Haller, when I watched him, he just... I don't think the Premier League was really the league for him. I think he plays to a different sort of style because in the Prem, he was a bit poor. But as soon as he went back to Ajax, I've seen he's been doing very well. And, like, in the Dutch League, he's, like, excellent. But in the Premier League, he just couldn't really get suited to it quick enough. Yeah, I Quickly agree enough, that. sorry. Yeah. Felipe Anderson, you bought him for 35 million and then sold him for what? Yeah, I, I don't. I, from what I watched, Felipe Anderson, very skillful player, but I think his work rate just wasn't there. So they just got, I don't know why they got rid of him. I thought he was a good player, to be honest, but maybe. First season, I thought he did pretty well under Pellegrini. Mm. And then not really sure what happened yeah I know it just went a bit crazy to be honest I think maybe something happened like behind closed doors that we don't really know about because it was a bit weird to just get rid of him like that yeah but one of the highlights of the season was definitely bringing in Jay Lings Um, oh but sadly, he's looking to stay at United now. Yeah. Huge but there is still a possibility that he could come back to true, the yeah. mighty West Ham. But it, it's last season, he was just taken the lead by storm, I'd say. Like, he was, yeah. it was like a new player, like a youngster that no one knows about, just came <laughs> out of nowhere. And like, it was just, it was just great to see. I was, I, I'm actually happy for him. He's no, he's, if he doesn't come back, I'm still, I still love him for what he's, you know, done for us this season. Yeah. It, yeah. He was a bit of a stat buster. He had an XG of around four. So that means all the chances he had, he was expected to score four goals from those chances Oof. and ended up scoring eight non-penalty goals, which is, yeah. that if you, if you said that to a football statistician, he would, <laughs> you know, he'd go mental. That is yeah. He'd cream himself. <laughs> and um, you signed up a, a backup goalie as well in Ariola, two million loan, oh, yeah. million option to buy. 
he, I he think that was a film last oh, season. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a great signing to make. You know, Fabianski, he's a brilliant keeper. Played for Arsenal for a bit, didn't he? Brought yeah. you the FA Cup. I remember I was at that game. And yeah, I, but I think he's 35 now or something. So he's a bit too old. So I think the signing, if we in the end get Ariola, I think that's a great signing to have. He's looked very good at yeah. Fulham. And I think, yeah, brilliant little keeper. Who do you think is going to be first choice going into the season? I think I I think Ariola might start to just because they need to learn about him to see if he's worth the eleven million. Mm-hmm. I think he is already, but I don't really know. And from what I've seen in the training videos, he's looked he's looked sublime. And you know, Rice obviously said Rice obviously said Ariola want to roll with the geezer. So mm-hmm. you know, he's already big part of the big part of the sort of club. And yeah, I think he should start over Fabianski right now because it's good to have a backup. But I think I think he should start getting more experience because he's younger and we can obviously keep him for longer. Yeah. Well, you're going you're going bold in in golden. <laughs> I think people are also hoping for Ben Rama to go bold in midfield in this second. Yeah. And that would definitely make up for the loss of Lingard because Yeah. I think you go, you go, you go, you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, I thought at Brentford, he was, you know, quite trigger happy, but he came to West Ham last season. He wasn't, he was quite shot shy. Oh, yeah. Just yeah he wasn't as good as we thought he would be, but he started in preseason. He's looked very good. Like, have you seen his goal? That was a nice goal. And he's yeah. like, he's looked to have more confidence now, which I like because, you know, he's kind of like Dimitri Payet, flashbacks yeah. to, when Dimitri Payet came and tore up the Premier League. Best ever signing in the Premier League. Just need to put that out there. Thank you. Fair enough. Yeah, I just think he needs to show a bit more consistency, um, if anything, because we yeah. know he's got the talent. And yeah, um, yeah. It's, a, it's a very different stage to where you were exactly at this point last season. There looked like massive problems when Diangana left the club and there was board members clashing with the coaches and... You know, Rice wanted to leave as well. He still hasn't left yet. Do you think he'll yeah. head off to Chelsea soon? Not this season. After they've bought Lukaku for 130 million, I think they don't really have the funds to spend. I'd say Rice is worth around 70, 80 million. I'll just say 100 million, but, you know, I need to be a bit sort of realistic here. And I think he's a top, top class centre mid or CDM. And he's very versatile. He can play centre back as well, which. Chelsea, I think, would be good for Chelsea because, you know, Thiago Silva's obviously ageing and they're looking to get rid of, you know, Zuma. So that's two centre-backs gone. But they're getting Quinde, so I think he would be a great signing. But I don't think he'll go this season, maybe next season. Yeah, his versatility is so important. I think that's why he's got such a hefty price tag. Yeah. Um, you also brought in the two the two Czech players last season, Sufal and Sufjek. <sighs> Mr. Potato Salad, like <laughs> Suchek, he just took the league by storm, like um, Lingard. But I think the key to his goals were his great positioning. And I think the midfield maestro, him and Declan Rice just worked so well because Rice is so good at like slowing down play, you know, interceptions. Like he's just a taller version of Angolo Kante, in my opinion. So, and then you've got Suchek, who's probably a bit better going forward. 
and like getting into great positions, more like a sort of hole player, you know, where they just find the holes, get great, you know, great chances, great, create great goals and stuff, you know, because I was watching games last year and I could just, he was always there basically in like the perfect position. And I just think he was just brilliant, really. Yeah, I I agree with you there. Um, I think for a two-man midfield, they just do such a good job and so hard to break down. West Ham, as a side, they're just so organised, well-drilled, hard to beat. But if Antonio's injured, you feel like... I feel like you're just going to be short of goals, if I'm honest. Yeah, because I, I feel like defensively, we're very strong, obviously. Um, yeah, wait... Sorry, cheeky mind blank. Yeah, we're very strong with David Moyes because his sort of um, tactic is very defensive. So on that sort of side, I think we're pretty set. But going forward is where the problem is. And if we get rid of Antonio, I think we have big trouble. We're yeah. in big trouble, sorry, because like our majority, not majority, but quite a few of our goals have come from like headers and stuff because Cresswell and Shufal, they've got the most assists in our team. And I think they're from their crossing, crossing it in and Antonio getting onto the end of the balls. And like without him, I think we're missing a lot there. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, if Antonio did get an injury, you'd be in a bit of trouble. So where do you think you're going to finish next season? I'd say if oh, if we're concentrating on Europa League, I'd say I wouldn't mind like 13th or 10th or something like around there. But any lower, that's a bit worrying. Cause, yeah. But then if we do both, I'd say probably 9th or 8th. And if it's just a Premier League concentration, top six, nah, nah, 7th, 7th. I'm not going to get be too <laughs> ambitious. Yeah, uh, I, but I feel like the most realistic one would be 11th because yeah, I feel like we want, able. yeah, we want to do well in the Europa League and like, but it could have a bad effect on us like Burnley, which yeah. we do not want. Yeah, that is true. Um, now, I wanted to know what your opinions were on any breakout players that you expect to shine through this season, any young players who you think will catch your eye and take the league by storm. Oh, I'd say Greenwood in pre-season. He's looked, you know, pretty fierce, especially against Everton and Saka. In the Euros, he was just excellent. So I feel like he could try and like bring that form from the Euros into, you know, the Premier League. And I think he can do, you know, pretty well. But other than that, yeah, think... pretty two pretty safe shouts, I think, as well. Yeah. Rashford's um, going to be out injured, so you'd expect Greenwood would get some game time. Um, I'm also hopeful of Ahmad Diallo. I really like him. Oh, yeah, I like him as well. He looks very good on the ball when I watched him last year. He looked very yeah. dangerous. And obviously, your heritage is Senegalese, so do you have any Senegalese? <laughs> I feel like Mane, you know, he had his rest season last season because, you know, Liverpool, they... They, they're a bit like West Ham, don't have many players. but And you saw what the injury of Van Dyke did to them. So I feel like he was just tired. I, I know like the whole season he shouldn't be, but I feel like he was. And then this season, I feel like he's 
seeing like, oh, I don't want to play like that again. He's going to go full force back again. And he's going to do brilliantly because he's my star boy. And Ismaili Saar, when he was in the Prem, you know, he was good. So I think he could probably carry that form from the championship because from Ben Foster's vlogs, it's looked like he got player of the season for Watford. And yeah, so I think he can carry that form into the Premier League and do excellent. Yeah, he seems talismanic for that Watford team. And yeah, especially after that, um, was it a brace or a hat-trick against Liverpool to break their unbeaten record? I think it was just a brace. Yeah, I think they won. 3-0. 3-0 yeah. or 3-1, yeah, and they got, he, he got a brace. Yeah. But yeah that's, hopefully that's a sign of things to come. And do you have a team to watch as well, like a team that's going a bit under the radar who you think, oh, I think it's six seasons. I'd say Villa, but everyone's saying that. But I'd say Villa and, let me think, I think Leicester could push for top four if mad. they don't lose <laughs> if they don't lose Madison to Arsenal or actually Arsenal as well I think Arsenal made some great signings this season if they also get Madison to like complement ESR I think they could do very well maybe top six top four depending on how you know yeah. how um, ready they are I think the top four is just a step out of reach because Chelsea Liverpool City oh, yeah. United they all just look like super teams at the moment. Yeah, true. But I reckon we could get fifth, if possible. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, it's been great having you on, Samori. Love the chat. And I'm sure we'll catch up soon. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, Josh. See ya. West Ham are going to win the league. Cheers.